you this morning. Uh, and uh, I got a lot. I got a lot. Page 60, picking up after the ABCs. Being convinced we were at step three, which is that we decided to turn our will and our life over to God as we understood him. Just what do we mean by that? And just what do we do? The first requirement is that we be convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. On that basis, we are almost always in collision with something or somebody, even though our motives are good. Most people try to live by self-propulsion. Each person is like an actor who wants to run the whole show, is forever trying to arrange the lights, the ballet, the scenery, and the rest of the players in his own way. If only his arrangements would stay put, if only people would do as he wished, the show would be great. Everybody, including himself, would be pleased. Life would be wonderful. In trying to keep these arrangements, our actors may sometimes be quite virtuous. He may be kind, considerate, patient, generous, even modest and self-sacrificing. On the other hand, he may be mean, egotistical, selfish, and dishonest. But as with most humans, he is more likely to have varied traits. What usually happens, the show doesn't come off very well. He begins to think that life doesn't treat him right. He decides to exert himself even more. He becomes on the next occasion still more demanding or gracious as the case may be. Still, the play does not suit him. Admitting he may be somewhat at fault, he is sure that other people are more to blame. He becomes angry, indignant, self-pitying. What is his basic trouble? Is he not really a self-seeker even when trying to be kind? Is he not a victim of the delusion that he can wrest satisfaction and happiness out of this world if only he manages well? Is it not evident to all the rest of the players that these are the things he wants? And do not his actions make each of, make each of them wish to retaliate, snatching all they can get out of the show? Is he not, even in his best moments, a producer of confusion rather than harmony? The actor is self-centered and egocentric, as people like to say nowadays. He's like a retired businessman who lolls in the Florida sunshine in the winter, complaining of the sad state of the nation. The minister who sighs over the sins of the century. Politicians and reformers who are sure all would be utopia if the rest of the world would only behave. The outlaw safecracker who thinks society has wronged him and the alcoholic who has lost all and is locked up. Whatever our protestations, are not most of us concerned with ourselves, our resentments, or our self-pity? You want me to read the next paragraph? Sure. Selfishness, self-centeredness, that we think is the root of our troubles, driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking and self-pity. We step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find at some time in the past, we have made decisions based on self, which later placed us in a position to be hurt. I know it's a lot. Yeah. Well, good morning, everyone. Paul Alcoholic. The funny thing, these last few paragraphs, they don't have anything to do with drinking or doing drugs. 
really. It's all about the underlying conditions and uh, tendencies that lead us to have to drink and do drugs, so to speak. They don't mention anything about drinking at all. So that tells us something right there. And then obviously when they're describing some of the the hundred forms, uh, it's three out of four have the word self in it. You know, so there's fear, self-delusion, self-seeking and self-pity. Yeah. So, uh, so what is pity? Something produced by self. When there's a view, when there's a self-centered view, one of the ways, one of the effects of that self-centered view can be pity. Yeah. One of them can be, you know, delusion. You're seeing false evidence as appearing real. That would be a deluded state. Yeah. And self-seeking and and self and self-seeking. So it's not said it's not saying Paul seeking, it's self-seeking. It's not driven by Paul. It's really driven through Paul by this idea of self. Yeah. So in the and in when we do the inventory they usually combine self-seeking and frightened. It doesn't say self-seeking and then period fear, self-seeking and frightened, uh, because that's, you know, like it explains in the fear of inventory by answering the question, why are we in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? Yeah. So self-seeking and frightened because the self-seeking is what is the source of the fear or the frightenness, yeah? Because why? Well, obviously because we've been under self-seeking quite a lot and it has failed us miserably. So when we get a sense or a smell of the self-seeking, we're afraid once again, it's not gonna work out. Why? Because it hasn't mostly in the past. It's not like an arcane metaphysical fucking understanding. It's just pragmatism. Yeah. When you find yourself in a system that's failed, there's a sense of anxiety. Hold on a second. Cat. So. Yeah. So uh, why are you surprised <laughs> when you're relying on a failed system? What is going to be one of the constant conditions based on the reliance on the failed system, anxious, anxious that things aren't going to work out because they haven't. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, doesn't anyone need to explain that? You rely on something that's not reliable and then it produces tons of, of effects. And then maybe we get lost in the effects, but the effects are caused by relying on something that's unreliable. Yeah. There's the diagnosis. Explore your own life and see. Yeah. The book is incredible because it's describing the activities of what it's like to live under self. Yeah. Now, how do we keep living under self is interesting to me. Yeah. And I believe there is a root activity that keeps us bound to this idea of being a self which is the obsession of self reinforcing the identification as self. Yeah. 
that's the diagnosis. I could be wrong. I could be right. I don't care. I'm just motivated to share it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. It could be wrong for others, but if it's right for you, it could be quite liberating because now you've gotten down to something that has a huge effect or influence in everything that comes after. So then in your own observations, you'll, you'll see things changing. The stuff that comes after starts changing when what's before is looked at. Yeah. Instead of trying to change what's before by changing what's after all day, which is a failed mechanism. It doesn't work because it's in a way it reinforces what's before, which promotes the shit that's going to, that we're trying to deal with now coming more, more and more to like in my own experience, I swear when I got sober, I realized one of the strategies that was active was for me not to deal with old shit. I just made up new shit. Yeah. So I was constantly in conflict and drama today. So I couldn't even take a look about what was causing it or whatever, because I was so afraid of dealing with the old shit. I just made new shit to deal with or not to deal with. And then it, unfortunately it just backs up in the system until there's a blast, you know, something has to blow, you know, and then the pressure breaks out. And then you're like, what the hell? Why? I don't understand, you know? <laughs> yeah. But now you can, because you're getting an anatomical study of alcoholism and a diagnosis about what's the root of alcoholism. And we're going to know the self by its manifestations. So we do it in And what happens is stuff that wasn't noticed is now revealed and what's revealed. And when it's revealed, we bring the step six and seven. Yeah. And then we go about, you know, you know, my dog took a shit on a lot of neighbors lawns. I got to go and make amends, but I'm not going to live in huge guilt and shame for 30 years because I didn't take the shit. It was my dog, let's say. So alcoholism used me for transportation in this world of cars and drivers. I've got to be responsible. I am. It leads to realizing Hey, I'm not accountable for that. I'm not responsible for that shit. If you put some cocaine in me, I'm probably going to do what I used to do 33 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that I haven't done in 33 years. I mean, obviously. Yeah. So there's something in me that now, right, let's say is sort of in a forced sleep that if it wakes up is going to produce the same effects it did 33 years ago. Do you want to, do I call them mine? I don't see that to be true. And I'm always interested in like why in our community, one of the biggest, uh, when people turn away from the program is usually around step four and step nine. Why is it step four? Because the parasite that's living in us doesn't want to come under review and it knows it will. If you look at your role in things, you're going to see its role in things. You are. If you keep looking at other people's role in things, you're not. Yeah, you're easily, you'll take an inventory on someone else in five minutes. You're going through months of excruciating fucking drama to put pen to paper. Yeah, why is that? Yeah, 
because something has an investment in you not being looked at. Yeah? Because you will see self in what you call your behavior. You will. You'll see the commonality of how self has defeated us because it only has a certain finite traits and it manifests in certain ways that are recognizable by the host. If the host has the right knowledge and it's convinced of certain things, it's at a point where it has the eyes to see and the ears to hear. It may need a little bit of a clue, so here you go. There's the clue. Yeah. Do, would you obsess over the self-called Stanley if you weren't Stanley? Maybe if Stanley owed you money or something like that, but not for 60 years. Yeah. The obsession with self is rooted in your identifies at, as that which is obsessed over, obviously. Yeah, because basically the obsession is the same old, same old, really. The only thing that makes it so juicy, it's, a, it's about supposedly you. If it's about someone else, you'd be bored of it in a few minutes. Mm. But you'll be totally attentive to the story of Paul every fucking day for 60-something years because you're identified as Paul. <laughs> it's just that fucking simple. Yeah. <laughs> you subscribe to the drama and you're interested in how it's going. Yeah. Not realizing that in the obsession with self, there's something a lot that's lost, seemingly. Yeah. Which is the living of life. <laughs> you go through the motions of a interpretation of life, which is pretty much a very defined, limited interpretation. You can, it's very curious. Sometimes you figure it's running the same shit it did on you in 1989 and 2020. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much heard all of it before. What causes us to be ignorant of what's going on is the identification as it. Yeah, and then the obs the obsession of it is to reinforce the identification. Obviously, yeah. I mean something that can't stick has to has to appear to be stuck. So it's constantly applying glue, which never binds you to self ever. But it looks like you're bound to self. Yeah, when you peer into it, it looks like you're bound. Because it's the cons it's always in the constant application of the glue. You don't stay around to see that it doesn't bind. Yeah? You're not of self. So it's constantly a gluing, a gluing, a gluing, and that's the narrative all day. Yeah? It just keeps applying Kaiser, Kaiser to it. Or Paul to yeah, constantly applying, applying, applying. Nothing fucking sticks. It goes on and on and on. There's not one day when Kaiser is done. It's always Kaisering. It's always Pauling. Yes, it says that it's a done product, but it's never a done product. Yeah, that's why you have liberation in a moment. You can be in a pause just like that, and all of that 60 year of building up the story has no effect for that second. Yeah? What is that but a demonstration of how unreal it is?
So yeah, I love this thing. I love, uh, well, I love the whole book, but I think some things are underappreciated. I feel like uh, the quitting of God is important to notice yeah? because it's put before the biggest principle of the program, which is reliance on something greater than self. So it, obviously it's an activity of self that may alter or mutate the principle of relying on something greater than self. If self take, thinks it's taking the third step, it's going to be a transactional deal, so to speak, really. It will give over this and this that's giving it trouble, but it won't give up its hope for meeting up that beautiful babe. Yeah, it won't. It'll be a very selective turning things over to the care of something else with with the clause that I can always take it back at any second. That's not surrender. <laughs> that's a transaction. And you're looking for a result, yeah? <laughs> if you don't get the result you like, you'll fucking break the contract. Because it's really, the mental state is playing God with the third step. It is. It's playing God. It's tell you, telling, it's saying, oh, I'll go along with this unless I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and f I'm sure as hell not going to do an inventory. That's fucking for sure. Yeah. Why should I have to do an inventory? The resentments, I'm not feeling the resentment now. But you're feeling the effects of the resentment, of course, for sure. Yeah, because it's part and parcel of the story of being Paul. Yeah. I don't care if it's, if it's not alive, it's a brick in the wall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so just look at the patterns of how self has defeated us. Why not? It doesn't take long. Share it with somebody else. And then you'll have this eyes to see shit before they take form. And you can do step six and seven on it. Yeah. So you take the raw goo before it's made into something and let the higher power make it into something. Yeah. If you if you if you do six and seven five weeks later, it's like an autopsy. You're muted. Yes. Nope. Yes. When it's coming out, because it hasn't formulated completely. Yes. It's just there. It's just the first F and the U of fuck it. It hasn't completely made a fuck it yet. Yeah. So you bring it to step six and seven. Hey, I'm entirely ready to have this reconfigured because I know the old knot. I do. I can see the strands getting put together. Yeah. And I end up being alone and right. You know, fuck. Yeah. All right. So that, you know, it's like surrendering a rope. Yeah. If it's, if, if it's surrendered to self, the rope is turned into a noose. If it's surrendered to the higher power, it turns into a way to get out of a hole. Yeah, it's the same rope. It's the same energy that's happening through us. But what's directing it? The premise in the program is self has been directing it. Yeah, hundred forms of fucking self. 
I think in a way we're super lucky because self without the amplification of addiction and alcoholism can go pretty much unnoticed for 80 years. But when you put alcoholism on self and amplify it, it gets to be seen a little, yeah? You realize any life run on self-will is hardly going to be a success. Most people don't realize that. Their life is run on self-will. Seems to have been working out all right. You know, they're overweight, let's say. They got big fucking liver problems. You know, they haven't felt their legs for 30 years. They're completely disassociated out of the event of the day. But hey, it's working. <laughs> but alcoholism amplifies uh, certain things that if they don't attract our attention, they attract other people's attention, like authorities or fucking, you know, wives or husbands. People start noticing that you're fucked way before you do, usually. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think all the evidence points to the act of being identified as the parasite. I, I don't see how you can, it doesn't, Nothing else comes up for me. When I look at all the information and through my own experience and watching tons of people, it sure seems like there's an act of being identified as, in a way, the, the home of the parasite. Yeah? And therefore, our life is basically to further the self's agenda, not our agenda. And so weird, you know, it's a weird thing you're so, you're, you want freedom and everything like that, but in your pursuit of freedom, you're being lived by a, by a self, by a parasite. Shit. So, yeah. All this stuff, like it didn't, like I, it didn't mention any of our solutions to the problem. It was just describing the problem. Didn't, it wasn't describing drinking and using. It's just describing, well, this is what happens. When you're, when you're seemingly virtuous and kind, that can also be self-will. What? Oh, yeah, I only thought self is when I'm an asshole and I'm fucking everyone off. No, I'm a smooth little mover and I'm trying to get my agenda made. Yeah, that sounds great, but maybe your agenda ain't your agenda. Maybe your agenda would be more aligned with the hope we have of the higher powers plan for us, which is happiness, joy, and freedom. Who knows? Yeah, I'd rather go with that. I've seen the agenda of self, a.k.a. Paul. <laughs> you, can try to, you can try to rewrite it as much as you want. I'd rather just get a new attitude and a new outlook and a new happiness and a new freedom. Not a fucking retreaded old way, yeah? So, I believe you've got to get to the root of the problem. Or you'll be, try or you'll be practicing the solution from the problem. Really. So, and I'm just saying, it's just, a, it's just an invitation. Yeah. I don't care if I'm right or wrong, just find out yourself. You know, you can hear this and then try to get out of self 800 ways and it will prove successful because you'll fail. Yeah, you will. And you'll be really fucking crazy. 
because you spent a lot of money doing this and that and this and that, and you're more anxious than ever. What does that tell you? Self can't get out of self. Just tell the truth, yeah. If I believed I was in, I would still try to get out, yeah. I just don't believe I'm in it, so I don't try to get out, truly. If I felt I was in self, I would want to get out, obviously. <laughs> it's uncomfortable there, yeah. I can't even seem to be in this moment because I'm occupied by frenzy concerning yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah, of course I would try something. But the point is, what I found from my own experience, why the wanting to get out doesn't work, it reinforces the reality of being in, and that's not true. So my out is before I was in. And that out doesn't provoke much effort and action. It doesn't. It's just, <laughs> you're out. <laughs> yeah. You're not living in the fear of going back in. You're really not. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the head assumes you're in, talks about you being in, warns you you're going to be in, forecasts you're definitely going to be in. I just don't believe it. I don't. I don't know what I believe, but I know I don't believe that, to tell you the truth. I, I believe that it was false evidence appearing real to false evidence, to tell you the truth. Yeah. When I'm up the ass of self, false evidence appears real. It does. Yeah. <laughs> false evidence usually has to appear to be real to false evidence. <laughs> It doesn't appear to be real to real. It doesn't. Yeah. The reality has to be under a false evidence pretense to keep taking false evidence to appear to be real. It does. I would say the act of being identified as self fits that bill. Yeah. When you're, when you're identified with what you're not, you're now in a state of false evidence and therefore when false evidence presented is presented, you take it to be real. <laughs> as real as you're taking the false evidence called Paul. <laughs> you want to learn how to discriminate between true and false out here, you're not even doing it in here. <laughs> Let's open up uh, whatever. All right, we got a, we got Gary has his hand up to ask a question. Hi, Paul. I'm a little afraid to ask this question, but maybe there's a Zen bitch slap in my future. Um, can can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so in my meeting, there, there's a preamble. This is a sex addiction meeting. But I think that maybe 
it can relate to any addiction. It, it says sex addiction is a disease affecting the mind, body, and spirit. It's progressive with the behavior and its consequences usually becoming more severe over time. Um, so I was just thinking about that. I actually have another question that I could throw in that's more philosophical, but this is more like, you know, on the ground. It's like, it seems like that's not fair. Most other diseases, you get better over time. This one says that it's progressive and the behavior and its consequences usually become more severe. And um, so I just wanted to complain. It, <laughs> most, most, disease, most diseases you get better naturally, right? You develop an immunity over it. This one seems to get worse over time. And, and that's my experience. I, I don't know if that you, you can relate to that in a different program, but I, maybe you can. Because um, I've heard you talk about, I don't know, it seems like sometimes consequences get more severe. Um, well, yes, that's how uh, the consequences of addiction, running wild, go that direction. It's sort of like you know, some, observ some observers saw were watching cheetahs, so they know they're really fast for a short period. They've now observed a cheetah. Well, this, the, the disease of addiction in all of its lovely forms has been observed. And so one of the things they say, that it's progressive. So the addiction's effects will progress, just sort of like when you're out there using, the consequences get uh, more pronounced as you go along. So in my case, first I got stopped by the police, brought to the police station. They call up my mother. She'd go over there and get me. A few months later, I'm getting shot at by the police in a Volkswagen bug, four bullets into the car. Yeah. The consequences were progressing. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't turn around and get better. So I think there's a definition of the, uh, what, term, what determines something as a disease. I think it's sort of, it's chronic, it can be terminal, and it progresses, yes. So, uh, yeah. I don't see, see, I, I find let's say sex addiction, overeating, they all take off from the same airport, which is self, selfing, yes? So to me, the original addiction is a mental addiction to this idea of being Paul, yeah? Yeah. And therefore, that produces its own unease and discomfort and irritability, so it demands a response, and our response really furthers the problem. Yes, see, this is a failed system. So, in other words, when I was young, I felt pretty uncomfortable in my own skin. And then, what, so, really, I, I would say my first solution to alcoholism was alcohol. You know, when I drank, I got a little relief from that uh, 
seemingly constant irritability, restlessness, and discontent. So, but unbeknownst to me, it was actually furthering and actually reinforcing the underlying disease, which is the mental disease of, of addiction to self. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. And it got to a point where I was willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now. I mean, literally. So, and uh, <laughs> so I would say that's progressing. I also believe recovery, when we're talking about recovery, is progressing also. Yeah. Yeah. It also progresses. Yeah. But see, like its, progression, its progression opens up and gets wider. The progression of addiction and disease closes down and gets narrower. Yeah? There are yeah. two movements uh, that are part of the progressing are, are completely different. Yeah? One contracts, goes into a tunnel, isolation. The other opens up, gets much more panoramic. Yeah. Did it go on at the same time? No, no, no. I'm talking about no, no. There's a certain muting of the disease, and then that allows the progression of the recovery. You're not going to have them at the same time. You may be in two different specimens, but not in the same, not in the same person. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just seems like that some days, you know, some days are diamonds, some days are cold. It seems like some days, uh, you know, are bright and clear. And other days, it's, uh, I woke up, I'm in the, I'm in the muck. I've I, I been slogging along with the same. Yeah, but you can see that you can see the changing of the God, so to speak, because one is getting more length in your life and more volume and the other one is getting shortened and it's weaker yeah so yes yes see when part of traveling lighter isn't that everything gets great it's that you're you're how how long the upset continues and the and the and the ferocity of it gets severely downplayed, yeah? So maybe before you'd get be fucked and go off on a 10-month tangent, now you're upset for like 15 minutes. I recognize that, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so basically, there, there could be two movements. Let's say you're, the addiction to selfing could be decreasing and the other thing could be increasing. And sometimes, there, you're seeing both movements in one moment, yes? Mm -hmm. You're seeing the dying of one thing and the living of another, yeah. And the dying of that one thing could seem to burn brighter in a moment. Even well, because it, it, has the, it has the megaphone, and it keeps saying it's you. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what, see, if... If the interest and attention is addicted to that, it that's what's going to be pronounced all day. You're gonna we share it with, 
you know, a miracle happens, you forget it in a half an hour, but you're holding on to a resentment for 40 years. That's when the interest and attention it is, it is, isn't, no, isn't being put to noticing the recovery. It's being put to keep going back to the problem. Yes? Yeah. Why is that? Because there's an identification of that which is waning. So it's sucking attention and interest that way. That's why the key is to recognize you're not that, because then there's a loss of interest in that. There's a loss of interest in that while it's waning, yeah? Well, or when it's shouting. You just don't take its side anymore. <laughs> you know, that's the difference. seems like it's a sorting out of voices sometimes you know I, i'm not sure who does the sorting out of voices but it seems like there's there's a voice that you know would you know claim that i need to act out and there's another that says well you know where that goes it's it, it, it you know you don't want to go down that road again and 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 it's not really you anyway and uh, i don't know it seems like there's a sorting out and uh gets a little crazy in there and there's a sorting out and the thing is i don't listen voices in and of themselves are suspect yeah <laughs> I think that that's sort of described with the idea of being virtuous and kind and thinking that's definitely not going to be self-willing, but it is at times. So voices, I don't have much. Uh, I'd listen to something that you can hear, so to speak. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> really. I do. Because it's been, it's, a, it's shown me below knowledge and around knowledge and over knowledge that it's rely it's it yeah so all the voices that are heralding a departure or a new coming or this or that i don't really have that much interest in it yeah 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 so sometimes Maybe. when when sometimes when the system is losing attention and interest that's when it's the loudest yeah it's like it's dying throws it usually brings out the big guns you're never gonna it's never going to be different or you're never going to be loved whatever you know it just and sometimes it's run out of fucking gunpowder just salvos you know they they don't even land close to you anymore you're not ducking or shit it's just like a it's like a blind uh, person trying to shoot the cannonball. <laughs> You're on new footing. Yeah. And it's sound and reliable. Yeah. How much more evidence do you need? It's done for you and for us so much that we could never have done for ourselves. Why not? What's the appropriate response to that? Fucking honor and gratitude, really. I don't see how, I don't, it's not 
why or tell me how it works. It's just honor and gratitude. Keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. People th call it keep it simple, maybe at a point where it's not really that great to keep it simple. But when the solution's working, keep it simple. Let it work. <laughs> why do you need to know why or whatever? Just fucking. Yeah. See, when you're in this, when you're in the water surfing, there's a lot of time when you're not on the wave. Yeah, you're in the water and then you can feel the wave coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, as soon as you feel the wave coming, it changes from being in the water. Yeah, you ride the wave. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> We're on a wave constantly. Just ride it. Yeah, get off the board when something—not a voice, but when something tells you to get off the board. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i like doing steps in six and seven at meetings so because you're at a meeting and maybe you think oh there's no need to do anything at a meeting well there's steps you can do at a meeting there's six and seven you're gonna hopefully hear a lot about them at an aa meeting yeah if you recognize it as not you bring it to that you know, hey, I'm entirely ready. It doesn't matter if you heard it from him or from your head. It's the same, same. I'm entirely ready to, to have this reconfigured, and I ask that power to reconfigure it, yeah? Yeah. I don't stop the meeting and go, wait and watch. I'm going to do steps six and seven. Behold the glory. No. No one knows what's going on. I'm just in there something they said triggered little a dead ember of alcoholism i go hey wait a minute i'm entirely ready to have that because i want all the space to be reclaimed yeah yeah you know what i mean i want the storage the the storage unit to be totally cleaned out i don't want little old mementos of alcoholism in there <laughs> let it all be reconfigured yes Yeah. See, there's, there's only the seeing, and you're seeing two aspects, yeah? One's coming, one's going. Yeah? The one aspect that's going wants to say it's never leaving. <laughs> and the other aspect doesn't say a fucking thing. You just sense it, you feel it, you know it before thought. Yeah, it's it's sensed as a presence, not as a sentence or a voice speaking to me. It's sensed as a presence. Yeah. 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 So you have the ears to, to hear. You can tell which one is which. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Helps to come to a meeting and get reminded, it seems. Well, there you go. Yeah, because, you know, there's a, there's a familiarity. There's a, you know, when it goes by, you want to look back and watch it go. <laughs> Do one final wave. 
And then as soon as you wave, it's right on you. <laughs> you now have to buy a second ticket. You got to take all of its fucking luggage. And there you go. Yeah, just let it walk away. Don't look back. Don't look back. There's nothing new back there. Same old, same old. Oh, Paul, I swear I'll be better. <laughs> A parasite is a parasite is a parasite. It's a parasite. There's no point where it becomes a service animal or a friend or like this. You might as well look at it in that way. Make it stark so that you can recognize it. Maybe it'll become friendly or subservient or, yeah, maybe. Who knows? I feel it, you know, and then it becomes more uh, a center of comedy than, you know, fucking uh, a prediction of the future, which I like. But we want to paint a stark picture so you can start recognizing something that you've been calling you all your life as something other. Yeah, because that's the only way interest and attention is going to move somewhere else. You've got to break the identification as because that's what's it's almost like interest and attention are like bloodhounds. They've been given a scent of self and so they just keep following it, yeah? You've got to convince the bloodhounds it ain't you. And then the bloodhounds will go on other hunts, yeah? Give them a different scent? They already, yes, they already have a different scent. They're just constantly being reinforced with the mm. old scent, mm. Yeah? Mm. yeah? Yeah. You've had a spiritual awakening. You've got a new scent. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like no scent, but yeah. But it's quite directive to me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you now you have the habits of being here instead of into what's not happening. You, 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 these, these habits form, and therefore you're not in the pursuit of getting into the moment. You've come to a realization you can't be out of a moment. Yeah. This is all this is all that what happens when the false evidence stops appearing to be real. You start seeing things blue as blue and red as red and things start explaining themselves to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it builds into a momentum and then there's radical changes in you, let's say on the level of attitude and outlet. Look, you know, you'll actually be looking from a new attitude and a new outlook. That's awesome, incredible. And a new freedom and a new happiness. I just love the words they use, the new. Yeah. Because the head wants you to rehash and rehab the old freedom and the old happiness. And it wants to keep having the same old attitude and the old outlook, just put on some different glasses occasionally. But no, this is a sweeping change of the whole basis of what we call our experience. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. All right, yeah. Go back to corner. All right. Um Nora's gonna come in, Paul, with her question. All right. Hello? Yeah, I'm trying to on, st stop the video or start the video. 
Um, okay. Okay. I won't won't come the video. So anyway, I just wanted to say, um, Paul, I'm so grateful for what you said about um, uh, you know, oh, oh, here we are about um, you know, in our addiction, you know, like I was a heroin addict. And um, I went to hit rock bottom pretty quickly, you know, um, and uh, was, I mean, it was hell coming back, was hell. But I had a spiritual um, awakening and I'm, I just felt so fucking grateful listening to you because it just highlighted, um, you know, what a gift, what a fucking gift that was, you know, even though it was hell for a few years coming back. But only for that, um, you know, the this spaciousness wouldn't have arisen, you know, have arisen. And um, it's like, uh, I was curious about, you know, when I was in addiction, the commentary was like crazy. It was all the time, you know, da, 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 I was so active. And in latter years, there hasn't been, it's been pretty, it's been pretty um, quiet for a lot of the time. But when I get on Facebook or something on my family site or something, and someone says something, and I just get so fucking mad, you know, and uh, I feel this anger rising up and, you know, it doesn't last that long. It kind of shifts, you know, but I can feel this fucking, you know, um, what the fuck, you know, or whatever, or reacting to something or whatever. And it, it doesn't. But I'm just curious about, you know, just is there any I just wondered um, because it is quiet a lot of the time, the mind isn't doesn't have that much going on. It it doesn't re, it doesn't react that much. But when it goes on social media, and there's a kind of self self enters full stage front stage and goes crazy. So I was just curious about you know have you any kind of um, tips on something I don't know some something that kind of before that reaction starts or whatever, you know? Yeah. Don't just, go on media. Don't go on. Uh, <laughs> right. 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 It's sort of like right. the statement of practice these principles in all your affairs. And if you can't limit your affairs, so limit your Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. It's not, yeah. you don't need a metaphysical answer. Just don't go to the platform. That triggers right. it. And if you have anger come up, why not bring it to six and seven? You see, for me, we're like an incredible natural resource. Yeah. And we're going to be mined. Something's going to come in and use our resources to make shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we had self be the director of the mining, and we've seen what it brings up and what it calls gold and what it thinks is valuable. And we also have had an example of being the exact same natural resources, but the resources being used completely differently by the direction of the higher power. Yes? Yes. Just offer up your resources to that power and let it reconfigure it the way it wants. And you and I and others will be better for it. Right, right, right. We make shit shit up, don't you see? We're (laughs) dreaming. And many of us are making a lot of shit out of nothing. I mean, I always use the old story of Lazarus being raised from the dead by Jesus, was one of Jesus's supposedly top five miracles. But at least Lazarus was alive at one time. We're making shit out of nothing all day. You know, that's incredible, powerful, uh, 
resource, isn't it? And, it, and in, it's not in our hand, it's been in self's hand. And look at what it's done. It's moved us out of living and parked us in an interpretation of life from a self-centered myopic view. And, and seemingly not having any way out, we try to get out by any way possible because we're identified as the system. Right. Now we've right. been introduced to something else that will take the same natural resources that we are, all that potential, and make it a win-win for us and others. Yeah, we'll put it right. to find a better use, form of use. So yeah. we're gonna be directed by something. It's what's right. gonna direct us is gonna produce the effects. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> so in the world of recovery, it's either being directed by the higher power or by self. Yeah, you can tell the fruit. You can tell the tree by the fruit. Yeah. So when it says that, hey, we manufacture our own misery, I don't believe that. I believe we can manufacture tons of shit. What we're going to manufacture is going to be directed by who's running the factory. So when we're in the disease. That which is running the factory likes to produce misery. Yeah? The higher power likes to produce compassion. Yeah. Yeah? Which one would you like to be employed by? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Where are the, or where are the orders heard from the old employer? In the head. Yes? The thoughts, the narration is infected by the old employer. If you have great faith in the head, yes, you're working for the old employer. You are not working for the new employer. You're being used because that's what employment means. To employ something is to use something. Something is using you for its own ends. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. That's how it feels like to me. Now the yeah. higher power is dominant. It's using this, this facility which has tons of natural resources, yeah? And it's using it to produce service and other things, peace, yeah. serenity, instead of vindictiveness, being right and alone, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. So yeah. you've got the obvious solution to your problem. Just don't go on Facebook that much for a while. Doesn't mean I can never go on Facebook, no, for a while, until certain things get corrected, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The head wants to make it all, it's either, it's nothing or everything. No, yeah? Right now, it's not good for you. Okay, let's practice these principles in our affairs, and the ones we can't, let's limit those affairs. Right. There you go, honey. Simple, eh? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, honey. I'm happy uh, you came out of the that tyranny of that fucking disease. Yes, it's wonderful. It's worthy of gratitude every freaking day. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, we got a couple more questions right now. First one is gonna be from Bruce. Bruce, do you wanna come in and ask your question? Sure, hi, Paul. Um, I, um, I actually started seeing you before I uh, went to AA and then um, I've been sober now a couple of years. And um, um, my question is, and you probably answered this a million times, but um, 
at a certain point when I was writing down my um, my part in in um, you know my resentments to people and stuff and what was happening in my life, I, I um, in the act of writing it down, I actually saw this pattern, and um, that pattern for me was um, something that I thought was true when I was a child, and I and I kept. Um, um, I kept thinking that was me, you know, from, from a child. And, and, and I could see um, when I looked at it, I could see that that really wasn't true. So my whole idea of myself was based on this lie, you know, or this yes. idea I had as a child. And, um, you know, when I saw that, it was amazing. Um, and, and, and yet at the same time, sometimes I, Maybe it's because you were talking about the habits, you know, that sometimes, you know, I do fall back in that habit of thinking of myself that way, you know, even though, you know, when I catch myself, it's like, oh, shit, no, that's, that's not right, you know, so um, I guess my question is, like, is there an amount of time that you, I just keep coming back to what's real? Yes, yeah. See, because it's sort of like, let's say, it had so much value, you can't take all the money out at once. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be extracted, and it won't uh, it won't uh, incite mental attention. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'll slowly drain that that account. You won't, but the so the power, the higher power, is moving the money, so to speak, the money of interest and attention. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, actually, better. You know, this is where you trust the process. So you catch you catch it a few times. Uh, I tend not to get that curious about it. I just realize the operation is going on. It's going my way. So I'm. Uh, yeah, I'll just keep my eye on the ball right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The thing is, this process we're under sort of reclaiming that which was never lost really we just believed it was lost but that reclaiming of us of our, our lives is being directed and beautifully accomplished to tell you the truth you know it blows my mind and most of the the greatest work is done under under without our knowledge of it yeah yeah, I just know I'm in good hands. I don't keep looking at the hands. Yeah, yeah. I just look at what's in front of me, but I know I'm in good hands. Yeah. So yeah, bro, that's great. That's a wonderful recognition that was brought about by the life that sobriety has given you. It wouldn't have been healthy for you to see that when you were fucked up. Yeah. That's the joy of sobriety. A lot of stuff gets, becomes available to us because we're ready. Just like the program is a linear program. You're, you're, you're made ready to do the ninth step by doing the first eight steps, yes? You don't do the ninth step at the first step part, yes? Each step produces a condition that sets you up for the next step, so to speak. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful uh, 
process. And from that which never comes or goes, you can see the changes of what can be changed. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm just blown away, really, completely. So, yeah. Thanks for that share. Yeah, a, a habit can, yeah, habits are, can be strong, but they're weakening. They're going to weaken, yeah, because you have a much stronger grip than the habit does. The hands that you're in has a much stronger grip than the old habits. Yeah, it does. I mean, yeah, thanks. Thank you. Okay, Paul, we've got a question coming in from Mike O. Can you unmute yourself, Mike? That would be terrible. Like if a guy named Mike called me and I'd always go, oh, what? <laughs> Jeez, that, could, that could work in somebody's head pretty well. Mike, oh, oh, Mike. <laughs> All right, Mike. Good to see you, Paul. Good to see you. Thanks ever so much for, for, your, uh, for your talks. I've been making some notes, uh, and, but I'm a little bit confused or need some more elaboration where – we were talking about faith is a force of the mind. Yes. I get, and that faith is a realm before thought. Yes. But this is where I got confused. Faith is a reliance on thought. Which no, see, faith can be put into thought, but it's before thought. Yeah. Right. Faith is what allows thoughts to carry such meaning. The thoughts themselves don't. But the my thought, the my is the aspect of faith, yeah? The faith is being transferred into the thoughts by calling them yours. Now they can ruin your day. Yeah? Yeah. That's not the power of the thought. It's the power of the faith in thought. Right. A thought doesn't ruin your day. It's usually your thought that ruins your day. Yes? Yeah, so that's, the, that's, the, that's the movement of faith, is the, is the faith that these thoughts are about me. Yeah, that's what gives them so much meaning. So, so yeah, what I say is this, faith is this force, but here it's going to manifest, it's going to manifest here in what it's put into. So if the faith is put into the thought system, it produces anxiety. That's what it does. Yeah. I suppose the faith being in God. Yeah, if the faith is put somewhere else, it produces an ease and comfort right now. It's the same energy. It matters what it's put into. The self would like to direct faith to the system that supports its idea. Yeah? So the self has really no ground unless there's faith in thought because the self comes about by being thought about. Yeah? Yeah. It's, a, it's assumed. It's all selfing, really. There is no self. But the sense of being a self is produced by faith in thoughts and reinforced. Yes, yes. You're thought about. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Thanks very much, Paul. Uh, it's, it's a hard thing, but I'm a real, I'm a real, I have a, a large amount of faith in the force of faith. I do. I, I believe it's, uh, 
I believe Bill W. was sniffing around it on page 53 in We Agnostics, which I want to just say, uh, the last part of it, it's pretty profound, where he says, without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. Yeah, faith in the fucking thought system. <laughs> yeah. It was telling me what my feelings meant. I got to get out of here. They're, they're going to fuck with me or whatever. Yeah. That was faith. Yeah. For did we not believe in our own reasoning? Well, he's another way of saying having faith in thought. Yes. 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 Did we not have confidence in our ability to think? Another way of saying faith in thought. Yet we had been faithful abjectly is a pretty incredible word. Abjectly faithful in the God of reason. What is that but how we think things are going on, yes? Through thought, through conceptualization, yes? That's what he's talking about. So in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been, and I would also put in, and is involved all the time. It's not that it has been and now it isn't. It has been and is involved all the time. That's an incredible force that most of us have no fucking idea about. We're calling, we're talking about our faith and shit like that. And then some people will say, I don't have any faith. They don't believe there's faith in that. There's faith that they don't have faith. There's nothing, everything that comes after has faith before it. Yeah. And it wields a huge juice. So whatever it's put in, and if there's something that's directing the faith, let's say self-centeredness, you're going to see the tree by its fruits. Yeah? Look at people's fear inventories. And it's not even fear, it's anxiety. Mental anxiety generated and reinforced by the thought system. That's faith in action right there. Like Bill W. says, faith without works is nothing. Exactly. Faith in thoughts, yeah, is doing a whole lot of fucking work. <laughs> it is. Faith in thoughts is a lot of work. You're trying to make shit out of nothing all day. That's a lot of work. Yeah? You're trying to override your condition now to thinking you're going to be fucked next week. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work to override seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching right now to make you believe next week is more influential than the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is now. That's, in, that's faith in work, yeah? That's faith put to work. By what? By the self-centered system. That faith can be directed by something other than self. Hallelujah. To me, the whole process of recovery is just that. We, we, we leave the situation of trusting the finite self and we start in experiencing and reflecting and observing the effects of trusting what's infinite. That's it. That's the whole program. Yeah? That's the better way. So first you got to see, what the hell am I trusting? You think it's you. It ain't. You have faith in something that's not you. What? Yeah. And you can't move that faith because you'll try to move it as something that's not you, which will be more faith in that which is not you. 
So self can't get out of self. Self can't deliver the faith to the to the infinite. It would be faith in the finite, believing it can deliver the faith to the infinite. Yeah? You can't get out of self as self. Caputo, done, finito. Yeah. But there's a new way. No, it doesn't fucking matter. It's going to fail just like all the old ways. Self can't get out of self. You have faith that that's not true. There's faith that self can get out of self. That's why we go back to drinking. That's why, because we have faith. It's going to work this time. I'm not going to get arrested. Yeah, I'm just going to have a snort. I'll never shoot coke again. <laughs> this is all based on misdirected faith, yes? How does false evidence appear real? Through faith. Faith in the false evidence. Why do you think, I don't, you know, I'm not going to get into Jesus much, but as Jesus, from the reading the Gospels, he put a lot of, a lot of attention on faith. He would, he would say, it's done according to your belief, as you think, so it is. So like that. He was talking about, we're an incredible natural resource, and shit can be made through us all fucking day. It can be misery. It can be fucking ease and comfort. It can be being right. It can be, or being okay. It can be a lot of different ways, but it's really going to be directed by what's running the show. Yeah? And in our world, in recovery, there seems to be two options, self or the higher power. That's what's so weird. You know, when you're out there being driven by self, even your own assessment was, you're not doing fucking anything good. You're worthless. You're not producing fucking shit. You're just living off of everybody. You're a fucking drag. Yeah? That same condition given over to the higher power, all of that shit was used. Yeah? You could go in and talk to someone about the depravity of being incomprehensibly demoralized and help them with it. Yeah? That's the difference between the higher power and self. The higher power uses everything and gives everything value. The fucking self demeans everything to give itself value. I mean, it's such a stark contrast, yes? Before and after you're sober. If you, if you stay sober, the contrast gets more and more stark, yeah? You're content and satisfied, which you never seemingly were. You were always attempting to get satisfied by an insatiable addiction. Yeah, well... There is a solution. Thank God, eh? Thanks, yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Oh, Kurt wants some wants to make a comment. Okay. Yeah. Hold on, I got to get him on mute. Make a comment. Not cooperating. Here he comes. My clothing. Hey, can you? I mean, what just came up for me was I was thinking, hoping against hope. You know, like it's it's like. That hoping against hope, your hope isn't isn't hope. It's it's that illusion. Can you riff on that for a little bit? Well, it's that illusion they talked about. That thing, you know, if we, we could only manage better. But the fact is, you can't. 
<laughs> That's the fact we keep running into. Because false evidence brooks facts. It doesn't go with the facts. So this is, it also, again, it said being convinced twice in the first paragraph that we read. It's, it's necessary. What is, at the point of being convinced, you're at the, you're at the, you're at the point of faith being redistributed. That's where you're at. When you finally become convinced that this is a failed system, your faith is ready to be moved. Yeah? Onto something that works. That's why it's so essential in the program recovery, being convinced. Because that's basically the transfer moment of faith, really. You lose faith in the system that's failed you, and you're open to a new way. Yeah? And the new freedom and a new f happiness, it's not a rehab of the old way. It's a completely different program. Yeah? And then your faith produces effects just like it did before, but these effects seem to be based on win-win. They seem to be pretty inclusive. They're comprehensive. I do well and you do well. Yeah? It's like you get fucked and I do great. It does. It changes, yes? And I feel like the action figure runs better with this currency. This current, this way works better. Yeah? It lends to being at peace, not so irritable, restless and discontent, I'm chilled out, I have a sense of satisfaction, so I'm, my pursuit of happiness is pretty slow, you know, I'm not chasing it. And uh, yeah, I can tell the, the tree by its fruits, I, you know, I mean, what is it going to take, 800 coconuts hitting you in your head to finally get it, you know? You've left the met. You've left the mental desert, and you're in the the heart's tropics, so to speak. Fruits abound. <laughs> yeah. So nice to see you, Kurt. Yeah, thanks, Kurt. Um, all right, Paul, you want to say your goodbyes? That's going to wrap it up. Yes, yes. I love saying my goodbyes and my hellos. All right, Kaiser, my main man. Nice to see you, Kaiser. Yes. Vicky, as always, she's come out of the void. She's left George behind. It's okay. You can never be ununited. Yeah. The void takes away all sense of difference and individuality. Mike Z, my main man, always there in the posture of service. My hat's off to you, if I had a hat. Rob Farr, a pleasure since the first days. Paul, right next to you always. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. You guys give me so much support. And you very rarely say anything, but a huge amount of support. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's nice to see these 
these familiar squares. Walter is one of them too. But thank God, as Walter has said before, we didn't meet while we were using. Walter would have died in that encounter though. Let's just put it to rest. You put a Dutch person and a New York person in the elevator, the New York person's coming out. Yeah, just, just be clear about that. All right. We have Roman. We got John D., one of my favorite people here. I haven't seen him in a while. Nice to see you, John. He's a homeboy from Philly, New Jersey. Jersey, the armpit of New York. Helen, nice to see you. We got Kurt from Redondo. Always a pleasure. I love that office. We, used to, we did a couple of talks in that office. Very nice energy there. Gary C., you got four corners, Gary. You've spent two of them. You got two more left. All right. We got Mike O. I hope that helped, Mike. Yeah? All right, good. Carl, always nice to see you. Thank you, Carl, for your donation. Very appreciative. Verena, I'm always happy to see you, honey. And there's a nice fire behind you. And there's a fire inside of you also. Yes. You can warm at both. They're both will keep you warm. Yeah. We got Stefan. Always a pleasure, Stefan, on having never left. That's what I'm going to call Stefan. Stefan on having never left. Yeah. We got Dale O. Nice to see you, Dale. I hope you're going to have a lovely day today. Yeah. We got Bruce. Thanks for your share, Bruce. Thank you very much. Yes. We're all on the winning side. Anna. Nice to see you, Anna. Always a pleasure. We got Michael Stacy, the Madeira, the Madeira connection with Mickey, and Anne is squeezed to Chicago. She's the uh, yeah. I have a lot. Of, yeah, it's always this is I like this this threesome right here. Michael, Anne, and Mickey. Yeah, Dimitri. Nice to see you, Dimitri. Yeah, yeah. We got Skyla, Skyla, great, yeah, always good to see you, Skyla, yeah, yeah, Izzy, nice to see you, Izzy, from the UK, always a pleasure, we got, ah, uh, yes, Irish Nora, Irish Nora, thank you for your share, Nora, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you may not know this, but you're a lifetime member of Zen Bitch Slap. That should bring you a certain sense of ease and comfort, I hope. We take care of our own. All right, we got my main man from Long Island City, not far from Rockville Center. That's where I got my, uh, I got arrested a lot in Rockville Center. A whole lot, yes. It it scarred me as a young boy. Chris, Chris from Mammoth Lakes. Must be damn cold up there. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, Vanessa H. Nice to see you, Vanessa. Oh, I just lost your square. Hold on a second. We got Nancy B., we got Amy from Seattle, always a pleasure, nice to see you. We got Wrath of God, Joseph, there's a rap of, Wrath of God. We got the f something, 
uh, from Mexico. Yes, nice to see you, Eddie. Uh, I lost that other lady. Sorry to say that. What's this? Oh, we got Roy, Vanessa. Uh, here they are. No, and then we got all these. All right, Jeff, Joseph, PK, I got him. Jeff, Nevin, Ian. Hey, thank you, everybody. Thanks so much, and we'll see you hopefully soon. Yeah? Yep. Yep. What's we'll today? Today's Thursday? Today's yeah, Saturday. Saturday we'll be doing the non-duality, and uh, yeah, just, hey, let's all practice Rule 62. Not take yourself so seriously. All right. That's right. See you guys. Thank you so much. Right. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Today was just delightful. Thank All right. You. Great. Yes. It's. Thank you. Yeah. It ha it's not going to stop, honey. <laughs> I know. I just, it just comment. And and yeah. I just I just I just realized that when we're 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 here, that 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 this 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 laugh has developed but it doesn't come from where it used to come from you know yeah. it comes yeah. from that spot where truth hits it's it's just yeah thank you yeah that's uh that's very insightful honey yeah you're on to something now yeah. just don't let your head claim you're on to something <laughs> you've been warning me for months <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll see you guys later bye 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 stop recording mike c